This is the EMG Podcast. Well, hello there, uh, beautiful EMG Podcast world. Uh, it's your boy, Mr. Mike Sokol. I'm back. I've never said that in my life before, and I don't know <laughs> so what, out of character. Just, what just said. <laughs> I've never said that in my entire life. Hey, it's me. It's Mike. All right, I'm back. I am here with my partner, Tom, and uh, one of our uh, fantastic, multi-talented band leaders from Hudson Heights, Miss Eden Mendez, who is joining us via Zoom. Eden, how are you? Hey, I'm doing pretty good. This is, look at us getting all high tech doing it this way, huh? This is cool. Did you know it's your boy, Mike, who's here right now? (laughs) Me, your girl, Eden. Your girl, girl, Eden. So listen... um, we have a, a very uh, insightful episode here today, and I've asked Tom and Eden to uh, to join me because uh, it is a Monday. Uh, it's July 27th, and this past weekend, EMG just did our first weddings uh, back. Tommy had our first DJ yeah. wedding back. Uh, Hudson Heights had our first band wedding back. And um, I just wanted to have a quick conversation for our current couples who are, are kind of in the thick of this planning nightmare right now and uh, just see how they went and, and pick your brains uh, and ask a few questions. And so I'm going to start, uh, ladies first, I'm going to start with Eden. Yeah, let's Eden, do it. tell us, um, you guys had your wedding on Friday, right? Yes. Um, tell us where it was and just sort of give us some, like, uh, some general takeaways uh, from the gig. Yeah, it was at the Waynesboro Historic House out in Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. Um, it was an outdoor wedding, but we were under a tent, um, and the ceremony took place right beforehand out on the lawn of the of the property. And this was uh, originally set to be an indoor wedding, I assume. That moved to a tent is that the the vibe that you I'm, got? I'm guessing so. Yeah. So yeah. it was originally supposed to be in May, and they moved it to July and. Luckily, the weather held out for their ceremony, which was outside, but we were under a tent. Great. And T, what about you? Uh, tell us a little bit about yours. Yeah, I was up in uh, Katona, New York. Um, it was a second location for the couple. They were originally supposed to uh, be at Waterloo Village, which is in uh, western New Jersey. Super cool venue. Um, but because of the, the current conditions, they decided to move it. Uh, so they moved it up to a private residence. Really cool idea. They ha- they actually rented an Airbnb. Mm-hmm. And then they just threw up a, a tent and some tables and chairs and brought in a caterer uh, for the property. It was, it was nice. What was your guest count at? Uh, I think it was about 50, 55, and somewhere around there. Eden, what about you? What was your guest count? It was, there were about 100. Yeah. So, you know, it's funny. I, uh, you guys were, were boots on the ground. You were, you were in it, but from an outsider, just sort of looking at the stuff that we were posting on, on social or each of your accounts, it looked like a tale of two, two very, very different weddings. And so, um, Tom, I'd say yours looked, uh, I won't say normal, but yours looked most like what we are accustomed it, it to. It felt p- somewhat normal. Pre-COVID. Yeah. Yep. And Eden, yours looked more um, like the, the regulations and, and things were, were very much in effect and everybody was uh, very socially distant. Right. And so, you know, good, bad or indifferent. Tell us, um, Tom, I'll start with you. Did did you feel um, uneasy at all? Because your, your people were like they were they were grooving with each other, like right. On they top were. Of the dance yeah. Floor. I mean, we noticed pretty early. I worked with uh, I worked with Nick, who's our production manager. A little fun fact. He's also my cousin. Um so we went up there and upon setup and uh, we, we just, you know, there were some guests already there uh what which was interesting it wasn't a standard 
format. Sometimes in, in Jewish weddings, it was a Jewish wedding, they do a uh, cocktail hour first, then the ceremony, then the reception, as opposed to mm-hmm. a ceremony cocktail the other way around. So we did cocktail hour first, and we were just kind of observing, um, you know, just seeing like what people were, were feeling like. And I think from that point, we knew people were going to be pretty comfortable. So were you guys comfortable? Uh, yeah, we were. I mean, we have an event protocol in place, though. So we have, you know, we were obviously following our EMG guidelines to make sure that, right. you know, we were safe and we were protecting the the guests that were uh, involved and mm-hmm. that were going to be there. Um, yeah, I, I felt I felt absolutely safe. Eden, um, Tommy mentioned setup. Did you notice? Were there any um, new hurdles, or how was setup and breakdown different for you guys? Well, yeah. So we uh, were in masks. And it was very, very hot. So comfort level wasn't, you know. It was at a zero. You could yeah. say it. <laughs> yeah. My, my, I, as I told you guys, my mask was literally drenched. It was pretty gross. Right. But, we, you know, we, we did what we had to do to make to make the make the day happen. I mean, so, the whole staff there, everybody, everybody who was working there was masked. How about the dancing at your wedding? Were people, so what, what did that look like for you? So, um, yeah, I mean, people were dancing. We we were told to announce that they had to wear masks on the dance floor. Um, did they did they follow the rules? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> did the I venue mean, uh, did the did the staff at the venue uh, have any you know feedback for you? Or did they try to stay on top of you about that, or how did no, that? No, no. I think th- I think they felt obligated to say. You know, you must keep a distance on the dance floor, and that's them. That was them doing their part. But I mean, these are people who are, fam- you know, family and friends. So sure, they, right. that was, you know, that's their choice if they feel comfortable to dance with each other. You got an eight-piece live party band and a dance floor, and yeah. people <laughs> who are enjoying drinks. Can you really stop them? Yeah, no. Um, and so, you know, part of part of the protocol that we have here for our performers, uh, we basically said, look, your mask has got to be on at all times unless you're on the bandstand or performance right. area. Yeah. Um, Eden, I, obviously you're a singer. And so, you know, I would assume that your mask came off while you were singing. How about your band members? Did they elect to keep them on as they were playing? They did. Yeah. Yeah. So there wasn't a stage at this particular venue. So we were on the floor with them. Right. Um, so, yeah, they felt more comfortable with their masks on because they weren't, you know, they didn't have to sing. Tommy, how about uh, handling, and Aiden, maybe you can jump on the back end of this too. How about like uh, uh, requests from guests and guest interaction, or even interaction like when we deal with uh, major D's and such about like talking through the timeline and dinners coming out and this and that? Well, which was nice. Timeline-wise, it made it easy because there really was no major D, right? They, basically, whoever who was the gentleman that was running the catering he was company, the, right. he would just give me like a high sign and be like, okay, you know, dinner's ready and stuff. So I was essentially the quarterback for the day. So I didn't have to interact uh, too closely with anybody. But from a request standpoint, I, I have to say, which I was very happy with, the guests at my party were very, very um, uh, good about it. Right. They, they were very uh, nice and easygoing. They weren't there to like invade my space or anything, uh, which was nice where we were set up. We were out on the back patio and, there was like this little alcove that we were set up in and our facade, just the front board that we used to go around our DJ setup, uh, perfectly blocked. There were two little sets of staircases uh, on the side of our and alcove. It just blocked everybody just out. Blocked everybody <laughs> out. So we, me and Nick just stayed behind there for most of the time, which was nice. Eden, did you have any guests uh, who were like, you know, requesting music or anything? 
Not until the very, very end. How did, uh, you're were, laughing. I feel like there's I'm a story there. Because they were like really. So we, we drew um, like a line using tape just to uh-huh. keep people at a distance since we weren't on a stage. Um, it wasn't until really like the last song that uh, somebody tried to make a request and they were they were speaking to Danny and he just quickly masked up and he was like, hey. yeah, yeah, but, um, <laughs> but yeah, no, they were, I, the guests were throughout the night, very respectful of our space. Um, you know, they're used to being at weddings where we can share the mic with them and, and be out there on the dance floor with them. And, and they, I, they lowered that expectation for us, which was, which was nice. Yeah. So let me, I have two, two final questions here and I want to get b- both of your, your take on it. Um, Let's start with, it's not really positive or negative. I'll, I'll lead with this question so we can end on a, on a happier note. Um, <laughs> just as, this is my own personal curiosity. Wait, happier than your boy? Yeah, your boy, <laughs> your boy. Wow. Um, let me ask you this. There, in my own life, outside of EMG, there are things that I'm looking at going, I don't know if I'll ever do that normally again. Like, for example, uh-huh. oh, uh, yeah. wiping down my groceries, right? That's something yeah. I never did that. And now I'm like, I don't know if I'll ever not do that again. In terms of the events world, are there things that you took uh, for granted prior to this? Or are there things that you would see saying, like, moving forward, we're going to, even post-COVID, we're going to continue to do these things? I'll take that one first. Um, I think the sanitization of the uh, the microphones, that was a big one. Um, yeah, I, I never really thought of like, you, you know, about you those have, speeches, right? I mean, Passing I always microphones carry back and forth. Yeah, but I, I mean, I always carry two microphones myself. I, there's always one dedicated for the right. uh, toasts and one dedicated for me. But even from, you know, Toaster to toaster. <laughs> <laughs> There's a new sound drop. There we go. Toaster, toaster to toaster. toaster. Man. <laughs> right. Um, you know, we we sanitized in between each speech yesterday. Right. So I, I think that's something that, yeah, for sure, post-COVID, we'll I'll definitely continue to do. Eden? Yeah, we we also did sanitize between toasts, and I think that's, that's kind of nice. I think people will, moving forward, expect that. Um, and I just want to add one thing that is, that is like, happy and... Um, the the couple that we worked with they really embraced like safety and and the times right so right. they had their own monogrammed uh masks that oh, they cool. that they cool. gave out which i thought was just like all right you know and yeah th- these are the times and we're gonna make it cute so i thought that that was sweet and even their um their wedding hashtag had something to do with COVID. Well, that actually leads into my last question that I wanted to end on is, uh, as two event hosts here, as two event leads, uh, what is your advice for couples who might have August, September, early October weddings coming up where they were supposed to be inside, but their venue is now, and we've seen this quite a lot, their venue is giving them the option, you know, to, to maybe go to a tent that's on the property. Um, you know, what's your advice? Should they go for, you've now seen it in action. It's, it's not going to be the same, but, um, positive takeaways, any, any sort of words of, of parting advice you want to give these couples? Uh, Yeah. People dance, people dance. Like I was, I, I wasn't sure to going into it. I wasn't sure if people were going to be, um, reserved about it or just overly excited because they haven't done it in so long. Yeah. So, I mean, look, that may change from, from group to group, but I, I think, you know, you can, you can put aside your expectations of, oh my gosh, like what happens if, or, you know, I, I don't think I'm going to have as much fun. I mean, if you think about it, if you have to crunch down your guest list, it's only a, it's only a tighter group of 
the the closest, absolute closest friends and family that you that you're going to have there. So if there's anybody you are going to have a good time with, it's, it's these those core people. group of people, right? All yeah. right, cool. Ian, what do you think? Yeah, I think um, if you if you're doing it, then just embrace the fact that you need you know you can make it cute. You can set up cute like sanitizer stations and and just embrace it. It's every, it's at the forefront of everyone's mind. So I think if you you know masks and and sanitizing and you make it kind of cute we can still ha- we can still have fun <laughs> we can still let's just hey look you're never going to forget I'll tell you your what, wedding it story. felt really good to get back out there eden i don't i don't know about you but like not doing a live event in like four months man it felt so good it was so fun we the band our takeaway was like you know what it was so great to to be out there and, and to see a yeah. happy couple you know you missed that yeah it's good well uh on behalf of your boy, your boy, and your girl, uh, that's going to do it for us. Uh, we hope that you found some some tidbits. Uh, we uh, scratched your curiosity, and uh, we will see everybody uh, next time. Eden and Tom, thanks for joining me. Ciao. Thanks. You can find us at elegantmusicgroup.com or on Instagram at 